Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. Maybe right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Well, I need to slap the hell out of you. I right wish there. you would. See us two fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? <laughs> you lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. Father, we just thank you in this place. Come on, I need some people up in Limitless. I need some of y'all to give God a shout this morning. Are you thankful for his faithfulness? Are you thankful that he woke you up this morning? Or have, you, have you told him, God, I love you? Come on, somebody needs to open their mouth in here and just say, God, thank you. Thank you that you're faithful. Thank you that you never give up on us. Come on, tell him, tell him. Open your mouth right now and say, God, thank you. Thank you for loving me. Because we need you now. We need you now, Jesus. Come on, just open your mouth. I need you now, Lord. I need you now. Some of y'all need to just shift shoulders with him. Oh, I give it to you, Lord. I can't do nothing with it, but you can. Come on, I can't. I can't physically do anything with this, Lord, but you can. Come on, tell him. I give it to you. I give it to you, Jesus. Come on, have a little talk with him. Come on, just in your own little space. In your own little space. I want you to make an exchange, not one of those. God, I just love you today. No, I want you to feel it from your toes. Come on online. Come on, e-community. Come on, inner circle. I need you now, God. Come on, all you watching the replay. He is right there with you. Well, it don't feel like he's with me, Kim. Oh, but he is. He knows exactly what you're going through. And he said, I got you. You don't just got to sing these songs. You got to believe what you're singing. You got to believe what you're singing today. Lord, we just love you so much. Lord, we thank you that in this house, Limitless Church, that God, you are a limitless God. And Lord, my prayer every single week over our church family and our e-community is that, God, you would allow us to be the generational curse breakers in our family. That, God, we wouldn't be ruled by emotions. We're not going to be ruled by what we see. But, God, we know in every circumstance, you're just setting us up for the greatest comeback on our... you you, you got to mess some things up so we can get into alignment. Sometimes it's not about becoming something, but unbecoming what we became. Trying to fit into places we didn't belong in the first place. Stop beating yourself up over that divorce. Stop beating yourself up over that addiction. Stop beating yourself up over that situation. And give it to God. Because once you give it to God, He can do a new thing. Come on, say a new thing. Good job, worship team. Good job, good job. I love that song. I speak Jesus. 
When I asked our worship team to do it, they rolled their eyes at me. But y'all just killed it. So, boom shakalaka, like a boo. I don't know if they thought it was too white. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what y'all thought. But y'all just killed it. Didn't they kill it? Why are you looking like that, Chrissy? Chrissy's like, no, girl, we, we limitless up in here. We want songs that are going to move our spirits and talk to our situations, right? How about busting out of that box? Some of y'all feel like you're in a box. Does, somebody, does anybody in this room feel like you're in a box? You feel like you've been, you've been, you, you're shoved in this little place and you can't seem to get out of it. But God is saying, I got the tools for you right here. All you got to do is put one foot in front of the other. Come on, one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. Get a, put a song on like I speak Jesus and begin to prophesy over your situation. Begin to let the devil know he should have messed with somebody else's family. Because I'm speaking Jesus. Every addiction has to flee. Every anger issue has to flee. Every adulterous affair has to flee. Every sickness in my body has to flee. Why? Because I speak Jesus. I speak Jesus. When I begin to speak Jesus, mountains have to move. When I begin to speak Jesus, oh my gosh, she takes a situation and turns it around right in the face of your enemies. They thought they were going to pull you down, but God said, I had to let it happen so people would be watching as I do a work on the inside of you. So Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I cancel every plot, every plan, every scheme that the enemy has devised against us or our family members. And Lord, I speak right now, I speak the name of Jesus, that it ain't over until you say it's over. And as long as we got a pulse, God, you got a plan. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. You may be seated. As you're being seated, I want you to look at your neighbor and say, you're the prettiest one in the room. Come on, you're the prettiest one in the room. Come on, look at your other neighbor and say, how you doing? How are you doing? Look online. Y'all just be dropping comments in the, in the little comment section. We got to be active. The reason I even want y'all to do that is because so many times in life, we don't, we, don't, we don't even talk to people. I remember when we were coming out of this last three years, my son said, Mom, I'm having to learn how to be social again. Anybody else feel like that? You used to love people. Now you're like, I don't know, girl distance right a few steps back I have discovered something about myself y'all ready for this so how many of y'all think I'm an, 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 an extrovert how many of y'all think I'm total extrovert I like 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 can move a room like I ain't I'll never meet a stranger did you know I'm really like an introvert I'm good in a big setting but in a smaller setting I don't know about this one-on-one -on -one stuff the telephone anybody love the telephone you love talking on the telephone? I hate talking on the telephone. Y'all like, hey, Kim, how you doing? Good. How's your day? Good. Silence. I can hear you breathing on the other end of the phone, and my heart's starting to palpitate. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Are they going to talk? Should I say okay? You can always tell when I'm ready to get off the phone, too. I'm like, well, <laughs> Okay. You know I'm about to hang up, right? Ain't we glad God ain't like that? 
He is our 411, man. He is a direct connect that at any moment, we ain't got to have Wi-Fi. Y'all know we don't even have to have Wi-Fi. It is having a direct connect, but we do got to do something. What do we got to do? What do you got to do? You got to open your mouth. The Bible says that life and death are in the power of your words. And the reason a lot of you are in the situation you're in right now is because you've lost who God created you to be. You have lost the call on your life through different relationships that went crazy. You've allowed people to tell you ain't nothing. You ain't got nothing on you. You're this, you're that. And you began to hear those voices louder than what God was saying about you. And now you're living in this little bitty box. Now, I love people. Now, you, now listen, don't get it twisted. If I walk into a room, oh, you're going to know I'm in there. Because I am making a point to make sure everybody in that room don't feel as stupid as I do. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's always about getting your plate, yourself in a place where you realize that God validated me. I have these conversations every day of my life. God, you validated me to be here. And as long as you validated me to be here, because I wouldn't be in this room if you wouldn't open the door. Because some of y'all need to understand something. You only have the following you have because God trusts you with it. You only have the spouse you have because God trusted you with it. You didn't do none of it. You did not, your, your beautiful personality, your snatched body, your hair, you put it on, take it off. Look, none of that got you to where you are. Because listen, your charisma will get you there, but your character will keep you there. Your charisma, I always tell my singles this, you fall in love with their charisma, but you got to live with their character. You ever dated somebody and all of a sudden you started getting to know them and they went through some hard times and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, thank you, Jesus that I didn't marry you. Anybody? God saved you from a few crazies. Anybody? Come on. You're like, let's get married. You already went and got said yes to the dress. And all of a sudden, you saw some sides of them. You're like, nah, we pumping this whole break. I'm getting off. You're pulling the string in the, in the New York subway. you pull, ah! And then you cry forever because, oh, my God, I miss them. You miss all their toxic behaviors. And God saved your tail. Right? Why? Because he knew that their character couldn't keep up with your purpose. It didn't have nothing to do with your five-finger forehead. It didn't have nothing to do with your thick thighs. It didn't have nothing to do with your big nose, sir, or your hairline that's going back. It had everything to do with God knows your destiny. And he said, no, 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 no. They ain't going to abort this thing. So today I want to talk about, we're in this series called My Hustle is Holy. My Hustle is Holy. Don't y'all love that? When people are like, I don't know how she got all she got. Don't you be mad that I was up working while you were sleeping? Don't you be mad that you ain't my life no more when you had the same amount of time to grow just like I did? Don't you be mad at me because I finally took the straw away from you because you were sucking the life out of me? Don't you be mad at me that I finally learned my worth that God created me at and now I got taxes added too late? We want to talk today about being selfless. Now, I know all of that just sounded like, well, that's oxymoron, what you just said. No, no. So many times in our lives, the enemy will set us up with these crazy relationships. Friends, mamas, daddies. Well, what if it's your daddy and mama? You better get yourself so right before God that before you walk in their presence, you bring Jesus to them. 
Instead of allowing other people with toxic behaviors to change who you are, you got to be so full of Jesus that when you walk into a room, whether you're an extrovert, introvert, or ambivert, you are walking in a room and you are feeling Jesus because you have the oil and the sauce on you and you know it ain't got nothing to do with you and everything to do with Jesus. People begin to hate on you and you're like, why y'all hating on me? I can't help that I got the oil. I can't help that I made it through some stuff that you quit in the middle of it and I kept going. So today we're talking about selfless. That's, that's going to be my title for this one, selfless. Our goal in this series is to help us realize our responsibility and opportunity to make a difference in this world. And I need you to tell yourself this. It's not even about me. Say it. It's not about me. It's about me being Jesus everywhere I go. You are the only Bible that a lot of people will ever read. You are Jesus. Somebody asked a while ago, can you please explain to me what it means whenever you say we're Jesus with skin on? Does Jesus have skin? I'm like, girl, this is why you probably still where you at. You're thinking too deep. Being Jesus with skin on it is when you walk in a room, they know you separated from the world. You don't look like the world. You can still be cute. You can still be fine. But whatever's coming out of you, it's that incognito anointing. You know what I'm saying? It's incognito. You are biting it with the Holy Ghost fire. Being Jesus, being selfless. So we all have a role to play. Say, I have a role to play. God has placed me for such a time as this. So the world is unique. How you serve your world is the way God wants you to change your world. Now, here's what I want to ask you. When people talk about you, what do they say? Shout it out. Shout it out. Shout it out. What do they say? When people talk about you, what is the first thing they say? What are they saying you always do? You play too much. Talk about Jesus too much. Too holy. You smile a lot. What else? I don't know necessarily they're saying you're too holy. They're probably just like, man, she like bit with the Holy Ghost juice. She got the Holy Ghost fire. What do they say? Come on, shout it out. You talk a lot. Me too, baby. I used to get in trouble all the time. Come get your daughter. She's talking all the time. What? You pray a lot. I love that. Kids are all up in this service. <laughs> I love it because they like to stay in the service with us. You know what I'm saying? What else? What do people say about you? Are they saying you're always encouraging? They say you always griping. Y'all know those people that always gripe. I always got a problem. If my staff come to me and tell me about a problem without a solution, we got a problem. Because if there's ever a problem, it's giving us a chance to work it out. The same with your friendships. Same with your relationships. You don't just throw your husband away because he got a one-pack. When I married him, he had a six-pack. Girl, you need to lose some weight, too. You know what I'm saying? Instead of looking on the inside of us, are they saying you're griping all the time? Are they saying you're finding good in stuff? I just like to be around this person because they, 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 they show the light of Jesus. Are they saying you're always working, you never have time for them? One thing that I discovered in the last year is I lost my Facebook. Y'all know I had that verified page, two-way authenticator on it, and I lost it. Total hacker, still got it, still going to town on it. But God showed me in that moment that Facebook had become an idol over him. 
And you know what else he showed me? That the more time you're working your, your mission, your brand, who I am, that the more he gonna show you real fast, it ain't got nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. See, God has a way of making your plans wreck when he sees your plans are about to wreck you. So my question is, when people see you, what do they see? When you die, what are they going to say about you? What legacy? Some of y'all working that job trying to work up the ladder. You're still struggling because the more you get a raise, the more you got to buy. Because really on the inside of you, your, 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 your validity, your value comes from what you're driving, what you're wearing, what you're doing. And so when all that goes to hell in a handbasket, you lose your mind. Like me with that Facebook, what am I going to do with my time? I have never in my life, in the last four months that that thing's been gone, I have learned to live. Because you know what I realized? You could be married to the wrong person for 12 years, 20 years. And you are devastated when that marriage ends. And you fought like hell for that marriage. But when that marriage ends, you all of a sudden realize you didn't know for the last 40 years that you were breathing toxic air until the air is gone. You know what? It's not always. You know when you see people walk through a transition in life and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, she's trying to get him back. Because all of a sudden you glow up. Everybody talking about your glow up. People hate Yo, I got more people sending me emails every day. Why you look like that? Why you looking like, why you, why, why don't you just stay with your big glasses and your mohawk? I'm like, because I'm 50. I can do whatever I want to do. But how many times in our life do we allow them to put their insecurities on us? Then we can't be who God created us to be because we hear through their, what they said about us instead of what he says about us. So what do we do? We don't glow up in God. And when you don't become relevant and you don't grow in God, you find yourself over here stuck in your own issues. What do they say about you? They say you're a risk taker, faith walker. Do you mourn and move? Are you still stuck in that relationship or that daddy issue or that son issue, that mother issue? Are you learning how to get up? Why are you wanting your brand to glow? Why are you working your brand so much? Why do you focus so much on the retweets and the likes? What is it inside of you that needs you to win a reward in order for you to feel value? What is it? You got to be married to feel like you can be used of God? Before you buy a house, you got to have this, this, and this in place? Or can you start right here? right in the middle of your mess and allow God to do what he needs to do inside of you. Are you going to go quiet because you're embarrassed? In order to be selfless, let's look at Matthew. I'm going I'm to tell you what God wants us to be. Y'all ready for this? In order for our hustle to be holy and last. I remember when I came on the scene and, and I was 40 years old. I was still working at Bloomingdale's. And I came on the scene. I did a video and that thing went viral. I was 40 years old, still working at Bloomingdale's, making $9 an hour. And now I know why I had to stay there for five years. Because my character couldn't keep up with my purpose. Because some of y'all want things that your, your character can't keep up with yet. You want that marriage, but your marriage, you, you, you can't keep up with that marriage the way God wants you to because you ain't healed from your last. You can't be a servant in the house of God because you're still carrying church hurt from last church you went to. Right? Let's see what he says. We are empowered to shift the atmosphere wherever you go. 
introvert, extrovert, ambivert. It says you are the salt of the earth. Come on, somebody. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its salty taste, it cannot be made salty again. It is good for nothing except to be thrown out and walked on. You are the light that gives light to the world. A city that is built on a hill cannot be hidden. What is it saying? That you ain't got to do nothing but be you. If your heart is right, God's going to expose you to who needs to be exposed when it needs to be exposed. And the people don't hide a light under a bowl. You can't hide a light that is genuinely from God. You're like, girl, I can't help that I'm so fly. You cannot, you, you are the light that gives light to the world. And a, city, and a city that is built on a hill cannot be hidden. And people don't hide a light under a bowl. They put it on a lampstand so the light shines for all the people in the house. Verse 16, in the same way, you should be a light for other people. Live so that they see the good things you do and will praise your father. That means you're contagious. That's why you can't focus on the haters. You got to focus on them that God's bringing. We are called, here's number one, we are called to be world influencers. Write that down. We are called to be world influencers. We do that best by what? Living our lives to show the love of Jesus. That means even when you're walking through death, what happens when your daddy dies and the whole world's watching? You lay down and cry. What happens whenever you find your husband's in adultery? What, what happens when they walk out on you and talk about you and take half the people with them? What do you do in that moment? You are called to be an influencer that produces love. Do you produce love while humbly serving others? How are you with serving? How are you with serving? We must be careful to let everything we do in our areas of influence shine out for good so that God will get the glory. That's easier said than done, Kim. It sure is. It's hard to be happy when that person that broke your heart is looking like they're living their best life. YOLO! YOLO! You're like, kill them! Kill them! You see what the enemy's doing, right? That relationship wasn't supposed to work anyway. They weren't supposed to stay in your life. But you can't move forward because you're too focused on what they're doing instead of what God's doing. We can't be who God called us to be. We are called to impact the entire world around us. God is not going to ask us to do something that we can't do. So that right there tells you that, yes, you can. Some of y'all are like, I don't know what to do. Kim, yes, you do. Move. I don't know how to move. Get up. Hide some people in real life. Unfollow people in real life. Say this with me. I am a servant of the Most High God. When I serve others, I'm serving Christ. What are you always doing? Are you serving? Are you known as when you walk in a room? There are about mm, 10 very faithful people in this church that serve all the time. Their, in, their innate ability is just to make it happen. 
But can you imagine if I had 150 people in this church just serving? Everybody's serving. Everybody's got Dream Team shirts on. But no, we don't want to do that because what if we start serving and then they don't let us do what we want to do? Well, if your heart is sold out to God in the right way, you don't care about recognition anyway. Are you a servant? How do we become a great servant? You ready for this? Bring a lunch. David. Let's look at David. King David was a hero. He was working for Uber Eats. When his daddy came out and said, son, I need you to take some food to your brothers. Sometimes right in the midst of you serving is where you find your purpose. He goes out there, takes five stones. It only took one. He wasn't scared. You know why? Because he wasn't caught up in the riffraff of that big old Goliath saying, I'm about to kill somebody. I'm about to stomp on somebody. Who going to take this? Who going to take this? He was so busy out in the field that he didn't even get to hear the TMZ news. Whenever you're doing what God has called you to do and in your own lane, you don't get caught up in fear of what everybody else is doing. The key is staying busy in what God, I don't know what God's called me to do. Just start serving. Start somewhere. Start with the grocery cart at Publix. Y'all leaving that thing right up against my car putting thug nuts in it. That thing's going all the way around the parking lot. You're like, they'll come get it. No, you start. Let your atmosphere, let your mere presence be the shifter. He took a lunch. And in him bringing a lunch, God put him out on the scene. I'm sitting in my car broken down, smoke coming out at 40 years old. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, well, I'm on 75. People are passing me by. I'm in my knockoff Bentley. This is a 300 Chrysler. Tore up from the floor up. Smoke's coming out everywhere. And instead of getting embarrassed that I'm sitting on the side of 75, I took my video out and was like, God, you think of everything. You've given me my own smoke machine. And I did a video in that moment. I wasn't thinking about what everybody was going to say when I posted the video. Why? Because I was so busy wanting to be used of God in any aspect that I could that I stopped asking people for a seat and I started building my own. Y'all like, y'all like, oh, you know, I'll just sit wherever I can. I'll just take crumbs. God didn't create you to be a crumb snatcher. Well, if I can't find a seat at the table, I'll just take a folding chair. I ain't sitting in no folding chair. God created you to build tables. God created you to be on the scene. God created you to bring people closer to him. The only way you can do that is if you get out of your own stinking thinking and get up and just get in place. God called you for a purpose. And here's, here's, another, here's another one. Put this down. Obedience gets you out there. Obedience. One ounce of obedience will do more for you than all the prayer in the world. As a church and as individuals, we must continually ask the question, how can we serve those around us? How can we best be the salt and light to our circle of friends? How can we be Jesus? I was preaching at Dominion Camp Meeting last week. And it was just me and Mimi, and it's always just me and Mimi. I never have an entourage. I need to get me an entourage. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, all the people come walking out with all their armor bears, and they walk out like this. I love all of them. They're all my best friends. 
because it was their time to speak. They all had somebody to go put their Bible up on the podium. Mimi goes, you want me to put your Bible up on the podium? I said, girl, no, I got two hands and two feet. If you take my Bible and put it up on the podium, these people are going to throw tomatoes at me. Why? Because I serve her. And as I got up there to preach, I walked myself up there. I was in, hey, I was literally in the service before anybody else was in there. I didn't walk out with nobody. I was in there trying to find my inner circle seats. And I heard the Lord say, this is why you stay for so long. Because when you get your heart to a place where you stop needing recognition from people, you need validation from people that ain't even valid. You out here following people that look like they got it going on. All they know how to do is make great reels. That's why they ain't got no followers. Because this world, this generation, they can see through the fake and phony. Who are you? Even in Hollywood, I don't even see Hollywood with 12 armor bearers. Do y'all? Maybe one security, but... What is it in us that needs to be seen for what we're doing when it ain't even about us? It's about Jesus. Your life that you're afraid to talk about, your testimony that you're embarrassed to tell people, is the very thing that God trusted you to walk through so you could tell the world, look where he brought me from. I was a woman at the well. I told 10 of them, I don't need no man. Woke up one day and didn't have one. So God's just put me here to show all y'all. Y'all want to keep one? I can tell you how to keep it. I can tell you how to run them off. But we're afraid to tell those stories of us being in jail because of that addiction, losing our family because of that addiction. Why? Because we're in this culture that says you've got to look through the filter. God is over saying, but no. I don't care where you've been. I knew where you were going to be before you were ever even there. I knew your marriage was going to be falling apart. And I let you walk in limitless so that I could give you the courage to believe again. You are not of this world. You're in it, but you're not of it. I'm not of this world. Who are you letting distract you? What are the voices? Every once in a while, I'll get these haters that'll send me messages. I don't just grow under, I don't, I don't learn nothing under you. You just don't feed me well. You don't even go to church. You were never there. I can let that get in me. And it does hurt. But that is not who God created me to be. Instead of looking at the five people that don't like you, that hate you, get out of your comment area. And begin to look at the millions that every time you walk into a room, their atmosphere shifts and you give them hope. Well, Kim, that ain't me. That's you. No, that's you. When you walk in your kid's school, you should be the light. They should be calling you for everything. Can you come serve? Can you be, at the, can you be the president of the YMCA? Can you? Well, I don't know why everybody wants me. Because you are a light. You don't even see it. You're focusing on your haters. There's people that just want what you got. Y'all, haters are jealous. They want what you got. When your name is in the mouth of haters, it's because they are jealous. Stop coming off your chariot for them and look at what God has called you to. 
God's wanting you to finish that book. I ain't writing no book. My special ed self, who's going to read it? The devil's telling you every night that nobody's going to read your book. If two people read your book and decide to do what God's called them to do, that was a reason to write the book. But because of this social media world now, we look and we see all these people doing all these great exploits. We start comparing our lives to them. And then we feel like, well, you done ran around your house a million times this morning because God gave you that word. Woo! You done high-fived yourself. That was a word. This is about to set some people free. You put it up, there ain't one light. And so now you go rip it down because your validation was in that because when you were a little kid sitting on that bed and needed your parents to tell you good job baby nobody came and so now the enemy is using those little triggers on the inside of you to keep you from opening your mouth and being used listen to me you had to walk through what you went through because your next level is connected to serving people just like you if you wouldn't have walked through that mental breakdown, if you wouldn't have walked through that divorce, if you wouldn't have walked through the death of your child, if you wouldn't walk through living with a crazy fool for 25 years, how would you be able to be there for other people? If you weren't nay-naying instead of pray-praying, how could you speak to the prostitute? If you hadn't been divorced, how would you be a witness? You can't talk about what you ain't went through. You had to be ratchet so God could make you righteous. You had to be hood so God could make you holy. What are you doing? What are you doing with where you are? You're called to be more than just a mama. You're called to be more than just a wife or a husband. You were called when you walk in that convenience store. Listen to the unction in your spirit. That was God telling you to pay for that gas. That was God telling you to give an extra tip. But instead, we need to hear, good job. I saw that. I left you an extra hundred dollars as a tip. Why'd you got to tell them? We have created even online with our e-community that you can serve. We've got connect groups starting right now. You don't have to have gone to seminary to know how to lead a connect group. Some of y'all need to get out of your bashfulness anyway. How cool is it to get a Zoom every, every week and just get a Bible study? I'll help you get a Bible study to lead a group. But I'm doing this because you're called to be a disciple to the world. And if you can't ever get out of your pity party, how can you do it? Everybody stand. Go to limitlesschurch.live and sign up to serve. Get in this house. I know if y'all drive a long way, I know half the people. How many people in this room right now drive from Fayetteville? Look, not many. Y'all should really be serving, not put y'all on the spot or nothing. I know you're serving, girl. She's like, girl, look. Something about being involved is that accountability. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't like the way it's ran. I don't like that lady that runs it. Then get in there and love her and help her get well. 
right? Was this good? Did y'all get something out of this? Don't waste your hell. Y'all, let's get ready to give. This is some good dirt. And while you're getting your offerings out, if there's anybody in this place that don't know who Jesus is, you're like, man, Kim, I'm struggling. I need to rededicate my life to Jesus. I need you to lift your hand as high as you can in this room. If you're like, Kim, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. Come on, high, high, high. Let the devil be mad. Come on. We got three, four. Come on, we about to show the devil, you punk. You should have taken them out before they got limitless because this, this right here is about to shift everything. Y'all ready for this? I want everybody in this room to say this with me. Every one of you, online, every one of you, say, Father, forgive me for getting in your way, for wanting things my way, that I got stuck. Make me bold. Make me strong. Make me a game changer. Forgive me. And I give you my everything. Open the doors in my life where I can be a light. Take my morning and give me joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Y'all, welcome to the family of God. There's a Holy Ghost party because a Holy Ghost party don't stop. Eh. Y'all, there's several ways that you can give up on this screen online. You can just minimize. Y'all, come on out of your seats. Even if you give in your phone, I want you to tap it on the altar. You give in house by check or cash. You give in the kiosk in the back. You can text to give. 833-245-4502. You can also give online, limitlesschurch.live. You can give Cash App. Cash App is My Limitless Church. Venmo is My Limitless Church. Lord, we just thank you for every person sowing into this offering. That God, you're going to give us major blessings. That this week, God, we're going to see financial breakthrough in our lives. Lord, if there's anything in us that is not of you, get it out of our lives. Lord, give us a, a yearning to serve to be world changers. God, let us get plugged in. Let us put our feet in the ground and let us get plugged in. Don't let us get offended and leave churches just because we're mad. Because a preacher didn't say something we wanted him to say. Or because somebody hurt their feelings. Help us be stand up. Vessels for you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. I want to do something real quick. Come up, Mimi. This is my Mimi's birthday! Y'all look at this little thing. She birthed me butt first. She saw did. We're gonna, we, we celebrate you today, Mimi. We are so thankful for you. We got a lot of surprises for you today. Her and my daddy pastored this church before they handed it over to me. Mimi, thank you for trusting me with this assignment. Thank you for... Let me carry your Bible everywhere we go. <laughs> Y'all ready to sing happy birthday to Mimi? After second service, we got a bunch of fun stuff for you. But I wanted these beautiful people to get to honor you too before they left. Y'all ready to sing happy birthday? Happy birthday. Come on, Olivia, to too, Faith. You. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mimi. Why does it got grapes on it? Happy birthday to you. Let me move my wig. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Yeah, Mimi. Blow, baby, blow. Mimi, look at me. We love you. We celebrate you. Y'all be blessed. Have the best week ever. Be world changers. Get out of your feelings and get into some healing. I love you guys.